Oh shit, it says live. Uh, uh, yep, we're live. Wonderful. Welcome, boys and girls of all ages. I guess maybe of all ages. I would say probably you want to be at least a minor. Because we get yes. to swearing and stuff. Oh, yeah, it makes us look cool. It's for the babbies. <laughs> this week we watched the latest episode of American Gods on Stars, uh, episode six. The damn horror movie Hush and the film Fantasy Woman. It's <laughs> called oh, it a fantasy. <laughs> I don't know. This is a less tight ship than we're used to. Yeah. No. <laughs> so we'll get all the left throw the link around the internet. So is there anything else you want to talk about while I do that? Um, no, I got nothing. <laughs> so I have nothing. It's been like four days since we last had a podcast. Nothing's happened. I mean, you're not wrong, but we had the weekend, I guess. I don't know. I worked. Like, I don't know. It, it was this 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 alternating week screw, screwed us. There's no news that dropped. It's true. Um, I did find other people that enjoyed King Arthur like I do. No. So, suck it. Was it like just, uh, just, I don't even know who, you're the worst. Like, <laughs> this is not me just recruiting people. These people are finding me <laughs> because we're like-minded like, souls. You're like at the head of that fucking ship. You like that movie? I'm just shouting from it. <laughs> That's this guy. That's me. No, I've heard you people. Are, have, badass movie. People at work have been like talking about it, and I just had to walk away. Like it's really good, and I was like, okay, I'm out. <laughs> but then also a kid I work with. This week was like, Baywatch was really good, guys. And I was like, go fuck yourself. <laughs> what if he just wants to be your friend? Oh, uh, he's going about You're it the wrong new way. friends in your life. I would, but he's wrong, so no. You know? I, don't, I don't need to spend any more of my life telling people how Did wrong. you see the same Baywatch I saw? You what? Did you see the same Baywatch I saw? Because it was pretty good. You're still fighting for this? <laughs> I mean, Listen, we had a very long conversation after last week's about how you need to fucking start hating things. I can't do it. I refuse. Enjoy life too much. There's that. I can't help it. I'm cursed to enjoy things. It's <laughs> real bad curse. So, did you enjoy things this week? Uh, I did. I did. Because we were back to dead wife. Not that yeah. a lot. That always that happened. Cheers me up. Um, fucking you calling me in the morning, telling me I fucking need to watch Hush this morning instead of waiting till the daylight. Yeah, fuck I'm you, man. I'm real glad that I got text at three thirty in the morning telling me to go fuck myself. Hey, you deserved it. <laughs> I watched it at the exact same time, and I was fine. Yeah, but you need <laughs> But I'm alone. You're not. I'm pretty much alone. It was 3 o'clock in the goddamn morning. Whatever. 
You got this. I was waiting for somebody to show up on my window. What? You got this link thrown out yet? Uh, yeah, I just finished putting it around the internet, so now we can get into shit. Cool. Where are we starting? Yeah, it's like normal. Uh, I'm really going to be sad when this is over in a couple episodes, because I think it's actually just starting to ramp up, which sucks. Yeah, like, because... when they did the whole, like, next week on, it's just, like, only two episodes left. I was like, go oh, fuck yourself, stars. Like, I'm not ready for it to be over. <laughs> I was like, that's really weird of you taking a month break, Stars, and then we're going to be back for season two, right? Uh, it's sad. Uh, I I think this was probably my favorite episode of the season so far, though. This one was? Yeah, I think so. Mm, I think it's still last episode was my favorite. Mm, I really enjoyed this one because it's almost 100% new material. Like, none of this happened in the book. So... That's cool for me, at least. Because, like, uh, it seems like they're trying to fill out, like, they had certain goals that they wanted to hit with this season. And as soon as they got uh, renewed for the second season, they're like, all right, now we can put on the brakes a little bit, fill in a little that we wanted to. But I mean, they obviously had all this shit done before they even launched that first episode. Yeah, they did. Um, but it's good. Like, uh, the everything, the book. Salim is only in that one scene with the Jin. He never is in the book again. Mad Sweeney's in the book for like two scenes. His wife's in the scene in like four or five scenes. So like it's really cool to see them flesh these characters out completely and do something interesting with them. Because I could watch a whole show about a dead wife and a leprechaun traveling around America. I don't know what happened. Um, the way uh, McSweeney was given eyes to Dead Wife is like, is he falling for the zombie? But I don't think you have any uh, insight in that if you're saying this was all new stuff. It certainly is, so I don't know what they're doing with it, but uh, it's super fun. Like they're, it, Especially now that they've added Salim in, it's just like the nicest guy in the world and two of the biggest assholes ever. Oh man, it was it was a fun trip for sure. Um, uh, even the opening scene was a little ridiculous. Um, the, what, it kind of showed both really? sides of Christianity. Are you going to fight against Mexican Jesus? Is that what we're doing here? So weird to see. Um, I think they said it best, like on the uh, after show scene where both sides were had Jesus on their side, but you see the purest and the most perverted side of Christianity where uh, Mexicans and Jesus were crossing into the America, and then you have Bible thumpers with guns that hold their beliefs true and, like, gunning all these people down. So it's just a really, really strange seeing both sides like that. Yeah, I think it worked until, like, the last shot was really weird. I wasn't a fan of it with, like, Mexican Jesus, like, crucified on the ground, and then, like, the fucking thorn bush rolls over his head. And it was just weird imagery that I wasn't sure. Yeah. I was, it didn't quite work for me, but the walking on water was cool. Like, I was like, oh, shit, they're doing Jesus. Like, I didn't think they would do that. 
Uh, same thing. Like I like the whole thing, except until they uh, did the whole crucifixion thing, and it's like, okay, I was with you until um, that's a little weird now. Yeah. <laughs> so then you see, or then they get back to Shadow and Wednesday. Um, Wednesday finds out about the dead wife. I don't know if she actually knew. Um, kind of shows up a little bit later. Uh, he outruns her, takes off before she can have a chance to run them both down. And then uh, McSweeney finds her. Uh, they kind of square off and find uh, something. Uh, you have that fucking great leprechaun line. Uh, <laughs> so, so, uh, and then I, uh, McSweeney's uh, Celine uh, when he was sitting in the back, back seat talking about the gin and him. So, all great lines. It was, was, was top notch for some comedic lines in this episode. Uh, and um, they, uh, like, seeing Mc, Ian McCall Odin and sacrificing that guy was great and then laying a curse on everything and like it's starting to open up a little more that's what i'm really enjoying so you didn't see any of this uh volcano god i guess it was no this is entirely new but that was so strange to me because i thought like they showed in the previews and i figured it would be like gun culture uh and then he announced he was a volcano god so it was just very strange dichotomy of working guns into the in the story. I guess uh, I have a feeling I, they're going to show up more with how the new gods were trying to sell uh, Wednesday last episode. You know, we're going to rebrand you, make you powerful again by putting your name on Odin missiles. So for them to rebrand Vulcan as the god of firepower as opposed to fire to give him more power makes sense how they're kind of taking everything over and rebranding. So it works for me. Um, plus I thought it was, you know, they said some really interesting things about guns, I think. Um, and the power and sway they hold over people and how communities become so insular and like, I don't know, between that and like the race stuff, they're just, really hitting on a lot of things that are just becoming more and more prevalent in our culture and more. Yeah. Open. Uh, when they kind of started showing the lynching stuff with, um, shadow moon, that's kind of when I started getting tipped off. I was like, this guy's already turned to the other side. So it's like, I don't know why they're, and he was still very arrogant against Odin, even though like clearly Odin has more power than him. And it was just, it was so strange, but then to see him uh, forge a blade for Odin, I was like, all right, I'm in. I'm totally in. Yeah, and then have it be how Wednesday's going to turn people to his side to say that, you know, he swore himself to Wednesday, but then the new gods killed him. You know, he's pulling a con and all the other people he's trying to get. So, Wednesday's um, always been a blade. It almost seems that something's going to happen to Dead Wife with her smoking habit or something. Yeah, they. I don't know, but they just really. I said they like you noticed that too. They did that a lot in that episode. Really focused on her smoking. And like they made a point to 
make sure McSweeney like kind of noticed how much she was smoking. So I don't know. And I'm not sure why, because like in the last episode or two episodes ago, whatever it was, you know, she even said she can't taste it. You know, there's no nothing to it. So I'm not sure what they're doing there. Uh, maybe it's another god that like has been rebranded. Wouldn't be out of realm, realm of possibility now that they showed gu- guns that way. Yeah, which is and really, I think, to be like, have these gods. Because they, there was Vulcan, they tried to get Wednesday, and then they talked about the Mr. Wood too, the gods of the forest. So I like I like the, the idea of them flipping old gods and using their lust for power to come to their side. And it's all very interesting how they're expanding upon the book. That was already really interesting. Uh, it's also pretty interesting the fact that you can see that even though they're getting their take, their influence that they have is only brought on by the other new gods like and uh, Tech Boy and stuff. So it's kind of like a pyramid scheme of power type thing. Yeah. I'm excited to see how that plays out more. Uh, like, with two episodes to go, I think I know one of the gods just from a couple different previews, but I'm, like, trying to stay away from everything. Um, but I'm interested to see if they'll make it to Wisconsin at the end of the season, but I think... Okay, um, make the push. So it, it was like in the first or second episode, you know, Wednesday said, "Hey, we're going to a place of great power. It's where we're going, and it's in Wisconsin." And in the book, and where they're going in the show is uh, it's called the House on the Rock. It's this tourist attraction, uh, but they said they're not getting there this season because they got rights to film at the actual place and everything. So. So I'm not sure they'll get to Wisconsin. I but. kind of figured that two, like Shadow and Dead Wife, like split paths and like one went east and the other went west. So uh, I figured they'd hook back. Their storylines would hook back into each other before they get to Wisconsin. So yeah, I'm not. That's the thing is like they're doing so much new stuff. I couldn't even guess on where the season's gonna end. So that's cool. I guess I'm just. But I he hasn't made it past uh, the Mississippi for the most part right now, has he? Wednesday, anyway. No, and that's the thing. In, in the book, too, it's a very Midwestern book. You know, it's all kind of in the Midwest. Outside of, like, a few sections, but I don't know. It's interesting. I, I honestly don't know what they're doing in the next two episodes, and I'm really excited to see. Very interesting indeed. I dug it. The only bad episode's been Zombie Wife, so... There hasn't been a bad episode. And even that being a bad episode, it's getting better with every subsequent episode because, like, they're, for lack of puns, uh, they're fleshing her character out more, so... Yes. Oh, I did see, I guess, in the preview, it looks like we're getting uh, Mad Sweeney's backstory. It showed him, like, in... Fucking look like... Medieval Ireland. Did you see I, that? I do remember that, and I'm totally booked for it. So, so we'll see. I'm interested. It, it's going to be good. They're going to end strong, and I'm super excited. Uh, or I guess they did have McSweeney's uh, backstory in the book, didn't they? They talked about it briefly, but 
Uh-oh. Okay. Extended version of that. I'm in. Fuck yeah. <laughs> What's weird is, uh, did you ever watch The Wire? Uh, I started it, got about halfway through the first season, but it was just too too much of a hill to climb. I understand that. It, it's a show you got to kind of learn to rewatch how you watch TV. But uh, Mad Sweeney is a ma- the guy who plays him is a main character in season two of The Wire. And once I found that out, I can't fucking stop seeing him as fucking Nick Sabatka from The Wire. Because it's yeah, him. And then- I kind of want to watch The Wire. Yeah, it's well, The Wire's fantastic, but it's real hard to watch, so. Sorry. So, yeah. Um, I think that'll do it for American Gods then, right? Yeah, that'll be it for American Gods. Um, so, Hush? <laughs> yes, how did your morning treat you? Uh, it wasn't that bad. Um, I'm playing it up, but, uh, well, for the most part. Because as soon as it kicked in, I was like, I can start this and watch it just like you watch the movies I tell you to watch and just be fucking doing something else and having it in the background. Absolutely fucking can't. No, it because the main character's deaf, so she's yeah, signing. And I was so, like, so fuck this shit. So I had to be in the middle of the action. Um, it was just such a great. Um, also, as soon as I learned that she was a writer, like I, that hooked me. Um, so like all of the claws were inside him killing the neighbor, like in front of her and her not realizing it. Like that was like, this is so fucking crazy. (laughs) And it's only going to get fucking crazier. Like my heart was beating the entire goddamn time. And I was like, God damn it. It, it held me the fucking suspense of the whole damn thing was like, God damn it. And and that it's, based you know the focal point is someone who's deaf and mute so like you get sucked in through the silence of it you know it's not like so many of those bad movies the horror monsters coming in and starts taunting you and whatever it's just silence and dread and yeah trying to watch it's about and like it's like they have a underlying soundtrack that like right like you almost have the opposite of that where all the sound would drop out in the tense moments, and it's like what she's experiencing, and like so fucking nuts. So it was great. Um, the fucking one guy, uh, the dude from Cloverfield Lane. I was like, yeah. obviously, that guy's a killer. <laughs> well, yeah, obviously. Uh, um. Just a, just a long stretch out fuck you to me. It's, That's what I thought of this movie. Yeah, but the thing was, you liked it. I can tell. I can tell. And yeah, yeah, it absolutely was. But, like, that uh, terror and dread and, like, all of that shit stuck me right in. And I was like, I mean, it was a great movie. Um, it's, but just pure insanity. Yeah, I mean, it's a very smart script. Like, it in the way that it's filmed, too, is, like, you know, they they throw in the idea of the smoke alarm real early. You know, so, you know, you've, most people know that's coming back, but 
the idea that they take so once she finds out he's out there watching her before that she wants to find the cat right so she has the goal she's looking for the cat and what really is happening is the filmmaker showing us the layout he's showing us exactly how the house is laid out and how everything's going to play so you know the geography and then once he's out there not only that but she was incredibly smart for a character like she wasn't just run out and die kind of person like she actually fought back and like the fucking stand and wasn't dumb about things yeah. you know literally like you know how smart is it okay i'm going to set off my car alarm so he goes to the front of the house so i can try and get out the back not to escape but try and get that cell phone that i remember hurting in her pocket this is very smart moves you know it's not just i'm going to run upstairs to hide in the closet like most of the stuff you see in these it's nuts. The whole thing. I mean, it was a great, um, like they were evenly matched for her seemingly being at way disadvantaged with not being able to hear and shit. So, um, her and like, you know, by the end he was like, man, I should have just fucking stabbed her in the fucking neck. Like everyone else I've stabbed. So, yeah. Um, uh, but you he was trying to have fun with it, you know, just like it's something new and different. And, uh, fuck, it's so, she's so smart about things though. And so, like you said, they're evenly matched. Cause I don't think he's taking her seriously. Yeah. Until quickly. Like, taking the fucking, taking the arrow to the chest. And I was like, well, fucking this is done with. <laughs> uh, and then there was the whole, what did you think about like the ending part where her writer brain kicks in and you see that all the ways things could play out? Yeah. Overall, it was just very smart. Um, I definitely didn't need it at three o'clock in the morning, but it was all right. It was better when you're like, I'm going to wait till broad daylight to watch this. <laughs> it definitely would have, like I would have just been fine. Just watched it, put it in the background and been like, yeah, this is a great suspense. So like, but it still is, but it just gets you a little more. Uh, and uh, just a fun fact, uh, the main actress uh, also wrote the movie. Nice. That's badass. Yeah. That's incredibly badass. So that was... Well, has she been in anything else? Um, I'm sure, but I never really looked, I guess. I think I went to look it up earlier and just like got completely sidetracked. Let me look it up there. Like, I'm 100% sure she's married to the director, so she's probably been in something he's done. I don't like that fact at all. <laughs> so weird. Uh, it looks like she's done, like, stuff like um, Demon Legacy. Oh, she was in... Uh, he he directed the, the Ouija sequel, you know, based on the Ouija board game. Uh, she's in that, and that movie's actually really good. Is it? Because fuck that shit. Uh, oh, she was in Oculus. Is that so, yeah, she's been in like all his movies. Um, Oculus okay. is bad, I did not like that movie. And it even has Karen Gillan in it. Oculus. That's the one you don't like? That's fair. It's I, I was not a fan. But that was like his big breakout movie. He did like a short film and then turned it into a full length and I, I don't know. Uh -huh. But 
I really like this. I really like seriously. Check out the Ouija sequel slash prequel if you can. I've seen both of those. That's not going to happen. And one of them's hot trash, and the other one's good. Those are going to happen. I do not have good luck with Ouija boards. What you play around like that's just a fucking board. Yeah, but I had friends that were real fuckers, and like I believed all that shit was real until I was a moderately mid-teenager and realized it wasn't. Okay, well then... But for like 10 years, shit fucked me up. So like, were you slightly scared that we had a witch living with us at one point? <laughs> Listen, I can take a witch, no problem. <laughs> so any, any of you witches watching, I'll put you in the ground. <laughs> Uh-huh. Really so you want to watch? You want to watch the witch then, right? Is that what you're saying? That's not what I'm saying. <laughs> That's definitely not what I'm saying. I've heard that shit is scary as fuck, and I do not want to deal with that. It's not, but whatever. It's just a really good. You're movie. a liar. It's I'm not. It's not true at all. I can say that through years and years and years of watching these movies, I'm probably desensitized a little, but it's not scary. It's neither was this though. And I mean, this movie wasn't scary. It was just the suspense aspect of it. Like just sucks you in the movie. And it's like it being very smart and intelligent. Like you just couldn't walk away from it. So mm-hmm. I it. <laughs> did, uh, I guess since that was our, uh, off-brand watch of the week. Do you have one for next week yet? Um, I did. Fuck, what was I going to do? I- I'm tempted to make it a Tom Cruise movie just because of the money. Yeah. What do you want to do next week? I don't know. I've done the past two weeks. Isn't it just your pick this week? Sure. Uh, I kind of want to do Days of Thunder, but that kind of doesn't have anything to do with the goddamn mummy. <laughs> oh, no. Days of Thunder's not on. Well, can't do it then. Son of a bitch. Um, we'll circle back around. I'll figure okay, something I out. Said, you know, you should have prepped something, so... I do. I think I did. Every time it's my turn, I have a prepped movie. No, you don't. We ran through it, like, list of ideas, and you tricked me into Hush. Uh, I was going to suggest Hush. Oh, yeah. uh, I can throw the guest out there, since we talked about that for the past two weeks. Not horror film. It's not. Is that still on Netflix? Yeah. I fucking hope so. I love that movie. It is not. That son of a bitch got taken down. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, man. A lot of shit's uh, been tossed aside. That's horseshit. I I agree with you. No, you don't. No, no, I don't. I was lying. Um, I got nothing right now. Okay, full circle. Besides back. memento. Is that why I'm out the middle of the wall? The voices. Yeah. Terrible. Sounds what? like a singing movie. Oh, no, we were talking. We watched a, this Ryan Reynolds movie this afternoon. 
Uh, you ever heard about the, what's, what's it called, like? It's called The Voices. Have you heard about that? Is it like American Idol bullshit? Because that's what it sounds like. It's phenomenal. No, it's uh, <laughs> Ryan Reynolds plays a very deeply disturbed man whose cat and dog talk him into killing people. <laughs> and it's Deadpool doing that? Yeah. That makes sense. It's, it's a very odd film, but it's 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 watchable. But it's it's weird. Oh, yeah, I did too. I thought it would be a lot more darkly comic than it is. It just gets kind of darkly comic. He has heads in the fridge that he talks to. It's true. There's okay. heads in fridge. That's not that dark. <laughs> Who doesn't have heads in there? <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I've lived with you. I know you got your fridge shelf of heads. It's you gotta move a couple things all the way, and then you find them pretty easily. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's fine. You'll figure something out. And then the main attraction. Sure. Wonder Woman. Now, so I happen to love this movie. So why don't you start with and tell me how much you fucking hated it? <laughs> Why do you have to think I just have to be contrarian all the time? That's what you do. Yeah, it was a big pile of shit. <laughs> Get to it. You're the worst. No, I'm joking. I I really liked it. Yeah, I really liked it. I can't even trust a word out of your mouth right now. Well, it's because you were like, tell me how bad it sucks. So I could, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I have problems with it. I'm, I haven't fully digested it. I literally walked out of the theater a half hour ago. Um, it, it's the one that going in, I really wanted to like. Like I saw, I saw the trailers, and I was like, this looks different. It looks good. I hope it's good. But I was expecting shit up until like the reviews started hitting, you know, that it was good. Sure. Um, preface. It, it just doesn't seem like it was a movie for me. So I went in with low expectations because it was a DC movie and I'm just not a DC fan yet. Um, but with all that in play, um, I felt it was a great movie just because all the females, what are you doing? What? I Alexa, turn what off. the fuck is happening over there? I have AI in my house now. She's and you didn't see Ghost in the Shell, so you don't know what's going on. Alexa, shut off. You have to say, Alexa, turn off. Alexa, turn off. This bitch. You smash it with a bat. Don't do that, it's mine. <laughs> you smash it with a guitar. <laughs> I could. You can do that. As long as it's loose. Anyway, where were you? What, you hate DC? Uh, but the resounding support from all my female friends, like, saying the movie was empowering them and everything, I was like, cheers off to that. Like, I know I have my berserk, and every time he picks up his sword and cuts through a giant goddamn shirt, I'm like, fuck yeah, I can take on the world. So, like, I'm glad females have that same thing now. So I think it worked really well. There's some, there's some issues with it, obviously, but, I mean, I think the pros way outweigh the cons just because DC's been on a losing streak for a while now. 
<clears throat> yeah, they have. Uh, they've made like three shit movies, and they finally made a good one. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Uh, I think a lot of that's contributed to actually having a good script and people behind the camera that actually care for the source material. Yeah, uh, it's not just Snyder trying to ape scenes from a comic for no reason. You know, it's I, I felt they actually cared about this character. Um, I still think the third act's kind of a pile, though. It doesn't... It's just become... Yeah. It just becomes a loud mess, and I'm tired of that. He's the worst bad guy I've ever. come to expect that from DC movies, so. Uh, but everything leading up to that was pretty fantastic. Uh, minus the goddamn beach scene, like, a few of them just got slaughtered by guns, and she's just running out, like, no fucking cares. Because they don't understand. That the same part They've never seen a gun. They don't know no. what it is. Just picks up his shield and just goes charging toward, literally out into the world to find the evil, and uh, that evil has guns. Yes. <laughs> and like, I also watched the trailer again, and like she's just watching bullets like fly by her with no. It's like whatever. Yeah. I don't know. Some of it just didn't make sense, but it was a really excellent movie in my personal opinion. <laughs> in your personal opinion. <laughs> yeah, because you can hate on it. I love everything, so. No, I, I, I like you said, the pros outweigh the cons, but I, I do think it gets sloppy in the third act. Um, I think they 100% kill Steve Trevor just because they want to get her to the present. So we're telling the origin story, and now we're getting rid of Steve. Um, I know, did and, see some pretty interesting um, ideas on when they have that moment and they're talking to each other, and she can't hear because of the explosions and everything. And it's like when she goes back to that moment, it seems like she's filling in the blanks with what she wants to believe. And like not necessarily what he said. So, well, I like that idea a lot better than... No, like, as... I can see that, because as Hannah just said off-screen, it's the, the whole theme in the end is belief, you know? it's She says it multiple times, Steve says it to her, it's what you believe. That's why she's the weapon, and not the sword. Yeah. Because of her beliefs. So, I mean, it's... It, 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 it could be that. Um, but it's it's whatever like it, it gets kind of here's the thing like out of the justice league and you know the heroes in the dc universe and who they're setting up in these movies and whatever wonder woman's the killer you know you don't you don't go into battle with a sword and shield unless you're gonna kill you know she's the one who can go past the line that soups and batman can't that's what she's there for. Uh, so at the end, when she's just like, it's all about love and peace, I'm kind of like, I mean, you want to believe that. Uh, I never even really thought about that. Um, I thought it was awesome that Earth gets its own god. Um, like I said, I'm not a DC fan, so I don't know much about their the character's history. Um, but to have this basically god on Earth 
that's Zeus's child. Um, it's awesome to have, I guess, one for our team in the planetary systems because I know, like, um, yeah, Green Lantern and whatnot, like, there are outworldly beings in the universe. Yeah, they're alien. And I, obviously, um, Superman is alien too, but he won't kill. I don't know. But it's yeah, just felt good uh, to have like, one on our side. I, I, I've I read a, a fair amount of Wonder Woman, probably the good stuff, and stayed away from most of the bad. But, you know, I've, I've read the the Perez run, and I've read a bunch of Rucka stuff, and I read the Azarello stuff from the New 52. Um, so there is, uh, you know, in her origin, they basically did the two stories. Back during Perez's, it was she was molded from clay, and Hippolyta and Zeus breathed life into her and whatever. And then in Azarello's run, it did come out that, no, Hippolyta basically was raped by Zeus and gave birth to Wonder Woman. And she, you know, in that run, it's all the gods and fucking, she kills Ares and becomes the god of war herself and this. So, but what I like about it as opposed to the Marvel, I can't believe I'm going to say I like something in the DC universe more than the Marvel universe, but uh, I'm glad they didn't do half measures in this. There's like, no, the gods were real, the gods are there, this is what they were. As opposed to Thor, where there's like, we're just really scientifically advanced aliens, you know? Like, they try to talk it out. Like, I do like, there's like, no, I'm a god and I'm gonna call lightning out of the sky and throw it at you. So. Just like Raiden. Yes, just like Raiden. Not Raiden. Definitely <laughs> not fucking Raiden. Uh... <laughs> Uh, but uh, yeah, um, yeah, I dig it. I did too. I, mean, uh, I, I didn't hear that. Um, so, uh, basically, critical consensus is that the greatest scene in the movie is the no man's land sequence, where she comes up out of the trenches. Oh, uh, I thought it. Uh, I really dug the. Um... The boat scene, because it made her seem like she knows what's going on in the world. It's just she's never seen it. Um, and, like, not shying away from just being a person. And it, it just, I don't know. I just like that scene the best. Sure. Uh, but anyway, in, in the No Man's Land sequence, which is basically her character arc, that's the climax of what she does in the film. It's when she decides no more, I'm taking a stand in what I believe in, this is the hero I'm going to be, and goes out to the literal no man's land and crosses it that no man can. It's kind of not too subtle, but whatever. Great scene and everything. That apparently is the one scene that Warner Brothers tried to get her to cut. There's no deleted scenes. She said in an interview, we cut nothing out of the movie, there's no deleted scenes, but she fought tooth and nail to get that in, because he was just like, she's she's not punching anybody. What's the point of this? She should be yeah. kicking someone. So, <laughs> so it's it's glad that you know, like you said earlier, that there was care put into this character, and they fought for what to make it. Otherwise, we would have had another fucking dumb beat him up there or something. Yeah, I mean, it would have just been another one where they 
had good intentions going into it, but just fell short because of uh, executives and suits ruining uh, what they had put together. So. Yeah. Again, I think it's probably a little too long. These movies don't need to be fucking two and a half hours long. Yeah, that's for sure. Uh, I went in seeing the two and a half hour mark, and I was like, fucking, what happened to the two hour movies? What happened to fucking 90 that minutes? I haven't seen it yet, but as, like, as excited as I am for fucking Spider-Man, if that movie's over two hours long, I'm going to be kind of fucking pissed. You already know it's going to be two and a half hours. Uh, I don't think MCU has an under two hour movie in the last six or seven of them. Doc Strange was under two hours. Not true. I think it, I think it was like two minutes under two hours. It was like a minute 50, or an hour 58. That is two hours and ten minutes. No. I'm not kidding. There's one of them. Maybe it was Ant-Man then. Ant-Man was... <laughs> there's one that... Ant-Man was really short. Yeah, Dr. there was Strange one... Was over, was over two hours. I just watched it yesterday. Uh, Doctor Strange, Strange is totally an hour 55 minutes. Yeah, Doctor Strange is an hour 55. Okay. So, well, yeah. See? Boom. You know, you know what? Stop it. I watched deleted scenes and commentary. So there you go. That doesn't that doesn't that bump counts. up the hour watches. No. Jeez Louise. We're gonna get into this gonna, I've tried to be quiet. I can't be quiet that. <laughs> uh so yeah. Um worthwhile watch. I, I don't think I'll probably see it again in theaters at, at least. Um feel like they should just cut their losses and just have it as a standalone and then just reboot the PCU at this point. Well, I, I, I mean, we talked about that before where I'm, I'm pretty sure they're giving up on the DC side of it and they're just going straight into Batman movies. But mm-hmm. I think this will get another one just because it, you know, it broke a hundred mil this week. Oh, yeah. So. Oh, for sure. But yeah, um, I think. But I think well, I guess that Justice League's already shot, isn't it? Yeah, they're doing reshoots right now and then post. But they should drop Justice League in fucking November or whenever it is, and then just cut their losses. Do Wonder Woman sequel? Fuck, if you want to do another Man of Steel, do it. I don't want it, but whatever. Uh, and then just all of the Man of Steel sequels. And then just go straight into no, no, because I don't need to see fucking Ghost Kevin Costner again. <laughs> what if Ghost Kevin Costner and Ghost Russell Crowe get into a fight? What if What if Ghost Kevin Costner gets called to a baseball field where the Justice League is playing baseball? <laughs> like he just comes out of the cornfield and he's like, oh, shit. Wrong cornfield. Uh, didn't expect to see you here. And he's like, what the f- I live like an hour south of here. Uh, joke. Yeah, I mean, they're going to go whole hog onto the fucking Batman movies. And, you know, that's their bread and butter. They, they got money there, so why not? Because isn't, uh, isn't Affleck only slated to do one? Uh, dude, they'll just recast. How many Batmans have we had in our lifetimes already? every time they recast like they're not part of a bigger universe whereas this one is now but here's the thing like if you're not going forward with the justice league stuff if you're just doing an insular batman you get to go back in time because he's old batman right now 
But what if they kill him off and then we get Dick? Uh, it wouldn't happen until after the Nightwing movie for sure. But I'd be cool with it. That's fair. Honestly. Uh, or leading into the Batgirl film. Because, like, honestly, one of my favorite Batman runs is Grant Morrison's run on Batman and Robin, where it's Dick as Batman and Damien as Robin. Isn't Damien, like, 15 years old, though? Damien is, like, eight in that book. And he is a world Nobody's going to trust him. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Damien comes into the story uh, when he first comes in, he's just like, oh, hey, Tim Drake, you're Robin right now? Well, I want to be my dad's, like, I want my dad's love, so here's a severed head with a grenade in it. I'm going to throw it at you and try and kill you so I can become Robin. Yeah, Damien's the best. Sounds like every eight-year-old I've ever met. Yeah, pretty much. He throws a <laughs> He's also, like, been raised by the League of Assassins since he was born, so. Interesting. Actually, that happened. Um, yeah, I don't Especially know. in uh, Zack Snyder's dark-ass DCU. That's what I really kind of dug about this, was, like, for the most part, until, you know, the, it was very bright. It was light. Things were done in the daylight. Dude, in, very in bright. Everybody says that, but they're fighting the goddamn Germans in World War One. Like, that shit's no. dark as hell. I meant the actual color palette and lighting in the film. Yeah, but you still had that saturation on, like, the No Man's Land and, like, London. Like, you even have, though it's light, it's still you dark. Saturation of the world, but not on her, though. You know, when you're in Themyscira, everything's bright and colorful. She comes here, everything around her is dull, but she's still, you know... I get you. Still not as bright as it should be, but... Uh, for the classic, but... You know, and then... And then it just becomes another fucking shit show in the third act again. Because it, it becomes, you know, another dark meaningless fight where just two super-powered people are punching each other with no consequences. Uh, first of all, it was a god fight. And second of all, she can catch lightning bolts, I guess, which is a neat trick. And uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna side with my guest here. Uh, Ares was kind of shit as a villain. <laughs> I think they just cast him wrong. Like, I, I just couldn't believe that guy was Ares, so. Oh, as soon as I saw him, I was like, he's Ares. Like, I, I knew the way the structure of the film was going. Uh, I didn't want to guess it, but I was like, this guy I don't trust. See, now here's how... Nobody, hand, nobody here's hands how, me a, an envelope of money and I just trust him like nothing. Here's how I would have done it, though, if, if it was me who'd written the script. Uh, the uh, Hippolyta's sister, the, the greatest Amazonian warrior who trains Diana... She was her. Yeah. I would have had her not die, but in the third act come back and reveal that she was Ares. Hmm. Oh, that ass as hell. Mm-hmm. That's what I would have done. So because then you but she got dead. shot once and then was dead. Yeah. But yeah, as soon as like David Lewis came on, I was like, Oh yeah, you're fucking Ares. You ain't gonna be the <laughs> fucking commander hanging out in the back, motherfucker. I know who you are. It, it was very reminiscent of the Star-Lord-Kurt Russell fight because, like, Ares would just gather whatever he want and just put it on his fist and start hitting with it. 
Yeah, it was also super dumb, just, just like that other one. Not super dumb because they didn't have a good soundtrack over it. <laughs> they had that Rock and Wonder Woman riff. And Wonder Woman didn't become Pac-Man, so, I mean, didn't, it was a loss on their side. There was a very bright flash. I couldn't tell what she became. What are you saying, Hannah? I can hear you I goddamn whispering. He had a glorious mustache, though. Mm. Act like his Kurt nice mustache. Kurt Do we want to do a spinoff podcast where we just talk about facial hair? I'm just saying, he was like the least intimidating guy ever. Uh, window, window Aries was fucking intimidating like a motherfucker. Yeah, I agree with that. I like him. Yeah. Everything else, Aries, was shit. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, I don't know. Um, it's also one of those things where, like, you essentially established this character as a demigod. Um, but who does she fight next, you know? Like, like, I guess what? I'd love to see the cheetah on film, but, like, are we really going to believe that she's going to be able to fight Wonder Woman? Uh, yeah, because it's a big fucking cheetah. No, it's not. It's a lady with, like, cheetah skin. But she did, She couldn't fight off um, really well, so, I mean... Whatever, she was the one who was kicking Doomsday's ass. Uh, was she, though? Well, what was Batman? Batman was just running around shooting at her because, you know, Batman has guns and whatever. And Superman was That's like... That's what Batman does. It's just a really just awful mess. Yeah, and then... And That's then, Batman. And then Superman is just like, oh, my character that would normally want to save everyone? Hang on a second. I got to go save Lois Lane. She's drowning. And now I'm going to die. Sorry, that movie's just a giant pile of misunderstanding of characters. You should have added up. <sighs> just real bad. Like, except for Wonder Woman, who I think works in that movie. Like, yeah. it's kind of a big pile. Yeah, it was really weird uh, seeing her back then, but seeing what she was in uh, Batman vs. Superman. Yeah. I um, guess I guess the, the one thing that did work, like, uh, I, I like that it retroactively makes her make sense in BVS. Because I was like, who, who gives a shit if you fucking, there's a picture of you from 100 years ago? And it's like, oh, it's because it's the only picture of you and Steve together. Like, you know, they made it make sense on why she wants it so bad. Uh, it also doesn't make sense that she just didn't fly the plane herself because obviously the never hurt her. So, also, I don't know. like I said, it was just they were trying to get rid of Steve. But, oh, yeah. Like, I'm not really sure. Did she fly in the movie, or is she just jumping real good? That I couldn't tell you. I'm pretty sure it was just jumping. Because there's that one scene, oh, though. To where the like, point where she caught the lightning bolt. She levitates. There's that part where, like, when her and Ares start fighting, and she jumps up, and they're kind of floating in front of each other. But every other yeah, time... When she has like, the lightning bolts, like, that's when she was kind of flying. But I really think it was uh slowed down so I think she was still jumping. And also at this point, like I'm kinda curious on this you know, World War One brought her out and she's been out in the world since. So like how is the sequel gonna try and 
define the fact that no one knows about her in 2017 when BBS took place. You know, because like, you know, like yeah. she's rolled in, she was just freaking walking around with a sword and shield. I don't see how she'd hide for a hundred years. Uh, yeah, it kind of really is odd considering BBS and where uh, Lex didn't want a god on Earth because it could destroy them at any time. But like amongst them for a hundred years. Yeah, and then he knows about and, and you know, like, I, I don't know. BBS is a mess. I'm not trying to make sense of the DC <laughs> cinematic universe because it doesn't work. Uh, not true because you'll get Batman with guns soon. I I hope the Justice League is just him fucking rolling around with a <laughs> double barrel shotgun with both hands. Movie of the year if it happens. I'm not going to lie. Like, uh, on that? Jeremy Irons bringing fucking Batman a shotgun because he just has one in a vice just sawing off the front of it. Uh, Best movie there's, a, there's a comic book event. Uh, you know, the DC did their crises. You know, that's their fucking thing. But they did one called Final Crisis. And it was like Darkseid invading Earth with the anti-life equation taking it over and everything. And that book literally ends... Uh, well, not ends, but ends with like Batman rolling in with a fucking god killer gun and shooting Darkseid. Like, that's is how it ends. So... If the Justice League were to work towards that in the movie, I guess, whatever. It makes sense. All the guns. All of the guns. Batman. I hope he, like... I hope he just starts, like... I hope Snyder kind of lost his mind while doing Justice League. So he's just like, people didn't like guns last time? Okay, how can I fix that? Grenades. And he's just fucking throwing stickies at people and stuff. Just have Michael Bay do you just start shooting people with arrows? No, because then they would be like, oh, oh an arrow. Please, I hope so. He's just got fucking... Or he just has... I'm trying to think. what He's got uh, just a scythe. He's just cutting people down like death. <laughs> just rolling around in that badass little tank car. Just pops open the uh, hatches and just fucking swings this giant scythe. Just cutting parademons in fucking half. <laughs> That's what I want. That's all I want from the DCU. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, it was good. I still have, like, no interest in Justice League, though. Like, you know, this doesn't, like, make me more tepid, you know, to welcome yeah. that into my life. But It's going to do... It's still going to take a lot for DCU to... Unless Jeremy Irons has a lot of guns. Yeah. No, I mean, like, like I say, I think they're just going to... I think this is going to be their abortive attempt, and they're going to go to Batman stuff and maybe try something. Like, I honestly, I don't think that Flash movie's ever going to get fucking made, you know? like. Yeah, I don't think... Have they said that they're doing a Cyborg movie, but they just never... It's yeah, in limbo they, just like Flash? Yeah, they uh, they announced when you know when DC was like, listen, we're gonna be Marvel, and they announced all their fucking movies at once, and then they were like, oh, we're in over our heads. We didn't think. Of <laughs> oh, sorry, we haven't been doing this for five or six years now. So, 
just hold on a minute while we figure out logistics of all this shit. It's the equivalent of like Marvel building up over 10 years or however long to get to Infinity War. And these guys are like, yeah, we're doing Infinity War now. Fuck y'all. We know <laughs> It's going to be a, an X-Men thing where they just keep rebooting and doing the same arc over and over. I hope so. Like, I hope, <laughs> I hope like every four years they just reboot and they do the exact same ideas but bring different people in to do it. So we get like yes. we get a Superman movie and then a Batman fighting Superman movie. Yeah. But See, it's like, then you just drop everybody's expectations so low that anything got to be good. Well, they did that already with Green Lantern. Uh, really? Because I thought Suicide Squad did that for them. Mm, they started out strong by just being like, we're starting with Green Lantern. And then that killed their cinematic universe right at the start. And then that took a couple Listen, years This may be in a... Uh, be in a not popular opinion, but I didn't mind Green Lantern. You're a dumb pile of poop. Green Lantern is garbage. It's so bad. Come on, he catches the car. He catches the plane crashing on a Hot Wheels track. How sweet! Is <laughs> You have a Green Lantern fan and a non-Green Lantern fan telling you that that movie was a big pile of shit. That's because you guys don't like Ryan Reynolds. You guys just need to let it go. Whoa. Whoa, now. We literally watched a Ryan Reynolds movie today. I enjoy today. him thoroughly. Uh, I don't believe it. We, rewind. Fake news. We talked about it. Yes. Fake news. Uh, but no, like, it, it's... Like, you know, DC started this this new... You know, after Schumacher killed the DC movies, they started strong again by being like Nolan. You know, they gave Nolan it, and he made the Batman trilogy that's great. And they're like, yeah, we're red high Green Lantern. And it fucking killed it all. <laughs> and it killed it so hard that they were like, we're going to give it to Zack Snyder. He's going to do this for us. He's got this. Just give him the keys and all your passwords because we're putting all of our faith in him. Yeah. Uh, and he was like, man, you know what's good really stuff? Cool? Armor. The Flash needs armor. That's what the Flash needs. Nothing like waiting down something that's super quick. Yeah, it's, it's like, there's a lot of creative choices that I don't enjoy. But I know that DC can do it because, like, they gave Nolan fucking whatever he wanted. And was it, he was able to do yeah, it. Yeah, because he was a good director when he started. Yeah, but that's Coming the thing. Coming out of Rises, he was shit. No, I will fucking murder you because you were. Mm. Rises was the worst of a lot of things for, like, the last decade. No, no, no. Was it? Is it a decade old now? Because it feel, I feel, I finally feel that pain leaving my heart. <sighs> Shit, fucking me! Oh, it's only been five years. And it was a. It's been a sad five years that I haven't. That was that a very good movie. Yeah. There's no fucking. See, now you got me talking about shit I hate. That movie was fucking terrible. There's no sense of time. Who cares? They just immediately jump months forward. I do. Fucking be willy nilly with that shit. Just have a fucking title card that says three months later. They showed oh, the time fucking... through a montage. They gave you a montage. Bane was doing a montage. It seemed like that bomb was running around the city for a half a day. And Batman amazingly had his back straightened. Yeah. 
cared about fighting again. Yeah, this is also a movie where a child is so broken that he dresses up as a giant bat and flies around. Like, you're going to be like, oh, the timeline doesn't make sense. Like, that is literally a giant nitpick of nothingness. Listen, Rises was a terrible movie. No. Listen, I can say that I, I will let anyone tell me that Rises is not what they wanted that third Batman movie to be, and I, I'll accept that, but it is not a bad movie. That was a terrible movie. No. They set up so much shit and don't pay it off. Bane's a terrible villain. Come on. Not. Bane's Bane? terrible. You can't understand him for the whole goddamn thing, and they never explain what the fuck he's doing. They do. He's working for Talia. No, they do. It is, like, I think, honestly, go watch Batman Begins and then watch Rises. Skip Dark Knight. Just do those two because they're they're mere movies. The storyline that starts in this one pays off in this one. I don't believe so. Uh, 100%. I don't ever want to see Rises again in my life. I watched Batman vs. Superman before I watch Rises again. Oh my god. What is wrong with you? That that movie is shit. (laughs) No, it's not. not. This is coming from a giant Batman fan. It's not. First of all, you have goddamn Batman and you can't get over a goddamn... The love of his life, sure, whatever. He can't get over it for 15 years? This guy needs to talk to a therapist. And this then get over his fucking problems. He just talk to a therapist when he was a child. But instead, he gets... This a- guy has billions of dollars. He can have literally a new therapist every two hours. He wouldn't be that many therapists because then he wouldn't have any issues. I understand. But that's not... Like, I don't understand these people who are like... Uh, he quits being Batman because a girl got hurt. Uh, uh, I can't believe it. He never quit being Batman. But, like, everyone's going to fucking... That doesn't make sense. But everyone's going to jump their dick off over Frank Miller's Dark Knight Returns, where he's been retired for 15 fucking years. Like... Yeah, because he fucking finally had something worthy to draw him out of retirement. This one, he was just fucking around in this goddamn mansion for half the goddamn movie. No, you were wrong about this, and I don't want to have this conversation. And this stupid Anne Hathaway as Catwoman, I love Anne Hathaway. I hate her as a Catwoman. No. She just comes, steals jewels, and be Batman for five minutes and catch her. It, it works. Is better than Michelle Pfeiffer as Catwoman? Mm, yeah. I'll give you that one. Michelle Pfeiffer is pretty hot as... She sews her own suit. She's literally insane in that movie. Yeah. I buy that a lot more than Anna Hathaway's. But I guess in the end, they're both better than Halle Berry. So. What'd you just say? I mean, by a long shot. What? But that cat. By that. No, no, no. The, the other two are, are better than Halle Berry by a long shot. <laughs> I'm sad. Jeez, what did you hear? I'm, I'm trying to figure out what you heard. Who knows? But that Halle Berry movie is better than goddamn Batman Rises. No, it's not. Oh my god, you're so dumb. And now you're just doing this to piss me off. You're like, oh, that one was. 
That one was, but I really genuinely hate Rises. Yeah, and I've been fighting with you about it for five years. When you're like, I'm fucking Fair. done. Nolan's a piece of shit. And he doesn't know what he's doing anymore, and he ruined Batman. That's absolutely true. What was the movie after Goddamn Rises? Interstellar? Another shit goddamn movie. Yeah, I don't like Interstellar, but... Nolan. Nolan's just like, they just throw money at him. They're like, make a great movie. He's like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing anymore. Well, that's all like... And another Greenlander movie. If it ever happens. Uh, and Black Adam. But the, the fucking... Nolan does make great movies. He stumbled once with Interstellar, which is okay. Like, I do, I'm not a fan of it, but it because it just doesn't work for me. But go fuck yourself. Twice, because Batman Rises. We just went over that. Yeah, but he also fucking made Memento. Uh, Inception. Memento is the top of that goddamn... Above, uh, top of that hill, and then he slowly went down. No, no, he did yeah. not. Yes, he hasn't made a good movie in a while. He hasn't made a good movie. He puts out a movie every two years, and you didn't like the last two. Yeah, that's a while. But he also he made like five movies before that that you just you love. Listen, I'm gonna give him three strikes. If that next movie is real shit, you can't. You have to kill him. You can't. You can't do that because, like, it's it's a war movie. It's gonna be weird. Like, I don't like war movies. Oh, is that the one his, he's doing? Dunkirk. Isn't that out in like two months? I think it's out next month. Oh man! God damn it! I didn't want to see that movie, and now I have to see it to prove a point. I didn't it's want to see that movie. Like, it's the one time that, like, I have not been like, shit, yeah, Chris Nolan's new movie. Like, I have often had, more than once, have had the conversation that the two best directors working right now were Chris Nolan and Edgar Wright. And I knocked Nolan, I knocked Nolan down below Wright because I didn't like Interstellar. Like, it was kind of a misfire. I'll give you right, for sure. Um, I don't know anybody else. So, what do you want to watch next week? You want to do Edge of Tomorrow? Is it on Netflix? No, I don't think so. Okay, I can't, I don't have access. If it's not on Amazon or Netflix or Hulu... I'm not buying a physical fuck copy. It's definitely not. So, Iron Fist again? <laughs> oh, hey. When are we going to start powering through that? Listen, we will at I'm some point. I'm telling you right now. He doesn't have Amazon. Uh -huh. you, you have like... We have like two months until The Defenders. And you have four seasons to watch. What about The Path? Has he seen The Path? Doesn't have to be um, I'm tempted to watch Last Samurai, but I know you'll hate it, and I don't want to do that. <laughs> and he's seen Penny Dreadful? We're not, man. Yeah, I've seen Penny Dreadful. Uh, Black Mirrors. Yeah, we've seen Black Mirror. Um, 
Why are you just picking TV shows? Because I like binge watching. He he hates binging though. Oh. I very much hate binging. So let's oh. see. There's another one that I watched. Pirates of the Caribbean? No. I already watched it. Anyway, what what's next? We got uh, what? That's what we're trying to do. You're gonna be disappointed, by the way, if you watch it. Listen, let's do Judge Dredd. <laughs> Judge Dredd? How is this fitting in? I don't know. I got nothing. Um, you want to do Kurt Russell movie? <laughs> I did. I'm I'm running through my just, list, trying to find something. I'm reaching now. Let's see. To watch a Santa. Um. Okay. Who did Mummy? Who's doing the Mummy? I think it's like a, a new director. I don't know if it's anybody. Let's um. You watched the original, uh, Drag Tattoo trilogy. Uh, I've seen the first. To... Did you like them? Not really. Hmm. Let's do that. What, the trilogy? Yeah, I mean, it's three movies. Okay, it's on Netflix. Netflix. Yeah. What's it? It's what, it's... Like, girl with the Dragon Tattoo, Girl Who Kicked the Hornet's Nest, and some horseshit. Oh, shit. Right. Something on fire. Yeah, you got the dragon tattoo. Oh, it's literally, it's literally fire, then... just the trilogy on that. Like, I just gotta yeah. watch it. Okay. It's, it's on my... Six, it's six parts. There's three-hour movie. Each one's three-hour movie, so... Six three-hour movies? Is that <laughs> what you just said to me? No. It's three three-hour movies. But they're split into six sections. Jesus Christ. Let's scrap that. I don't have that time. I was like, you're really fucking throwing a lot of time into this. <laughs> I want something lighthearted. Let's do lighthearted. Love um, what was that? Love. He doesn't have time. You just heard him. That one goes super. There's like, what, three episodes? Flaked is really good, too. We're not watching TV shows. We need a movie. Um, I don't know. Have you ever seen Tucker and Dale vs. Evil? Yeah, I love that movie. Is it on there? Right. Yeah. Do that one, and then we'll... You pick uh, one. Okay, uh, you got that. I want to watch Blazing Saddles. Ooh. Okay, I'm good with that. Yeah? So, American Gods, Blazing Saddles, T Tucker and Dale, and The Mummy. Yep, and I'm probably going to try and catch It Came at Night, if we catch it, if we get it. Oh, that's right. Uh, hopefully, I'm going to be catching the hero here in town. So, hopefully. Did you watch that trailer I sent you? No. You should. I don't watch trailers. <laughs> Aren't we a cute person now? <laughs> um, it doesn't appear that we're getting hero here, so I'm pissed off now. Okay, well, we'll at least have the Sweet Mummy show, right? What's that fake? I mean, it's going to rock. I'm so excited about the Mummy. You don't even realize. Yeah. What was that? 
I can hear you whispering. I'm a goddamn human being. What's Hannah saying? I think she said she's really excited for the mummy. I am. At least it's not Brady Frazier, so I'm pretty excited. Whoa! Yeah, that just happened. You gonna talk smack about Monkey Bone? (laughs) I loved Monkey Bone. Okay, I did, but I also like Jay and Silent Bob. So that ties anything about my taste in movies. So just the worst. That's fair. That's fair. I'm glad that you admitted that the last few minutes of the podcast. I will uh, say that like I'm going to be very disappointed if Brendan Fraser does not have a cameo in this movie. Why would he? Why wouldn't he? That would just be the worst. <laughs> they're going to go run. Man, I'm really hoping for that cameo now. And like they're gonna, like Tom Cruise will be running real fast and he'll look over and Brendan <laughs> Fraser is going to be running real fast down another side street. He's like, hey, hey. Brendan Fraser can't even run fast anymore. <laughs> How do you know? Could you imagine if they're like. Uh, wall climb and high five and then boom mummy right behind them like Tom Cruise is running from his big like woman mummy face and he's like comes around a corner and Brendan Fraser's just running from the original mummy face and they high five as they go by and like the mummies smash into each other and then they realize they were looking for love the whole time yes and the world's saved <laughs> and then and then uh, <laughs> Russell Crowe marries them that's so ridiculous. Nope, I'm down. That's all I hope the the dark universe leads to. Just fucking two giant mummy faces making out in the sky. The other guy wasn't even a giant mummy in any Brendan Fraser movie. His big face is like, yeah, it was. Flying the plane and like the mummy face. Yeah, it's in the sand. Yeah. What's that? I don't remember that movie where he like falls in love with the devil lady. What's that? Bedazzled. Bedazzled. I was like, actually, I'm not going to lie to you. I actually like that movie. (laughs) I did. I enjoyed that movie. I can't take this anymore. So watch what we said to watch, and we'll be with you next week. Yes, 100%. Watch Bedazzled. Peace. I mean, kind of watch Bedazzled, but watch the other stuff, too. You need to watch it. Peace. Later.